You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right. Welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast. Coming to you from the bottom of the Mariana Trench. Uh, no, no flood jokes, Tom. Not a good time. Read the room. Our studio had a leak overnight and we were just dealing with that this morning. Thought the subwoofer was broken, Eddie. What a nightmare that would have been. Look, it wasn't. You just had to hold down the power button for, you know, a moment longer than I was. All is fine. All is okay. Nothing to complain about. No. Nothing. We don't have real problems. We don't have, we don't have real problems at all. Uh, back in the new studio, punters and dribblers, some, uh, some improvements will be made. This isn't – I, I want to start with this. This, although this couch is sexy as fuck. And look, we're great. We're close. It's nice. This isn't the actual set. No. The set's I, not ready. I thought we made that clear last time, but I feel like we didn't. But that's well, fine. people are like, love the new set. I'm like, yep, this is a new set. It is a new spot that we're in. But it's not the new set. No. But now, we do appreciate you saying that you love it. Yeah, I appreciate that. Look, Tom and I go back and forth and 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 back and, and, forth, and, back and forth. Maybe back and forth. back and forth again. And back and forth some more about what we want our new set to look like. We think we might have come close to something. Mm. Now it's, it's a world away from what we'd originally envisioned. And how it looks currently. Um, our look, did we paint a wall that we didn't need to paint? Sure. Yep. But... Look, the painter... It's broken the, the white of the walls up nicely. Look, I mean, is it going to stay? Maybe. Maybe not. The thing that we're dealing with, punters and dribblers, dribblers and punters, is that the wall that we've chosen, not even chosen, the wall that we have to have Hello Sport on, also has a really subtle fucking power pole cords power boxing running straight through it so we were sort of trying to work out how to frame it now we think we've worked out a better way to do it and ultimately these are things that you may not care about but they are taking time and frustration time and frustration but it's all part of the gig you know what there are and worse you know problems. what there are worse it's actually not a problem it's fun and you know what that's why it's taking some time power electricity has the power in this situation because if it was anything else i'd move it True. I'd go, you get moved, bruh. Yep. But power dictates often. Power is power. Power and is... Power provides power, absolutely. But absolute power <laughs> provides absolutely. power, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Um, said that. Look, where would we be without power, without electricity? We'd all be fucked. We'd be living in caves again. So, shout out to power. Shout out to power. Shout out to caves. And shout out to caves. You know? I like both of you. Tom, um, it's, Tom, it's good to be here again yeah, yeah, yeah. on Look, a Thursday. Great the to Thursday be here. pod. We Thursday love the Thursday pod. pod. Now, to not, a couple of things. Elephant in the room. No, well, look, no, no, we'll get to the elephant in the room. We will get to the elephant that is in the room with us. Huge elephant. There's a big elephant. We're going to get to it. There's no room for us. Tonight, we're, well, this afternoon, we are hopping on, we're hopping in to a really elegant and understated stretch limousine to get down to... What we can only assume is going to be a packed out McDonald Jones Stadium uh, in this weather to watch Manly pump the Knights. Look, we are hopping in a Chrysler, stretched. <laughs> stretched Chrysler. I think it seats 11, uh, just to give you a sense of how grand this thing is. Mm. Uh, we'll be nipping up the F1, if that's what it's still called. F1 or M1? M1, F1, M1? 
I think it was, was it once the F1? Is it now the M1? F1 seems like that'd be derivative. Yeah. I think it's the M1 as far as I know. Sure. We're up the F1, M1, to Newcastle, uh, in the Chrysler, stretched, 11-seater. Yeah, stretched 11-seater Chrysler. Uh, To go watch Manly hump the Knights into the earth. Now, we did play eyes up football and get seats undercover. Now, that's the genius of my mind. Mm. Uh, You're operating, you're playing 5D chess. I won't apologise for it. For being Uh, what? uh, Fucking beautiful mind. No, No, I won't. For being Russell Crowe? Sure. Uh, and it's going to be a great night. Hide by all, Tom. Are you pumped? Pumped. Can't wait. Should be a bit of a f- bit of fun, bit of a giggle. Uh, we'll be documenting some of the the, the journey up there and uh, around there and back. So you'll see a bit more of that tomorrow or over the weekend, whenever the fuck Tobler uh, knocks it up. Um, about even, you may already know because this will come out after about even is out now, but we've done the special Masters preview as well, which will potentially, this will still be relevant for the Masters, um, but you'll be running out of time because the Masters starts tonight, and if you haven't got your bets on responsibly, of course, then you're going to be in trouble. Also, our interview with Volkanovski is live right now on our YouTube and on our podcast we're obviously chatting to the featherweight champion ahead of his fight this Sunday against the Korean Zombie. Now, you can get that fight if you like it. it this is a fucking card you'd want to get. But if you don't get it, you're obviously a pussy. Uh, ironically, I had a testy pop as I tried to accuse people of being pussies, but that's just the way it is. Uh, you can get that on main event via KO or on KO through a main event. We're KO guys, so go with KO. Main event on KO. Whatever. Um, elephants in the room. And as it pertains to Volkanovski himself. Um, look, a video dropped. Look, some eagle-eyed punters and dribblers, and they are eagle-eyed, so credit to them. Eyes of an eagle. Uh, have watched our YouTube clip, uh, video with Volkanovski. They're calling it the greatest interview of all time. Mm. It's hard to argue with them on that. But some eagle-eyed punters and dribblers noticed at the end of the video, Thomas who spent 40 minutes yesterday on the bloke pod talking about how cool under pressure he was around a champion, mm. has played what some are calling the greatest shocker of all time. Yeah, one of the worst, one of the worst moments of my life. Um, and one, funnily enough, that you didn't talk to me about afterwards, even though you admitted last night it played on your mind all day. So the reason, and for those of you... Uh, Watching this or listening to it, the video is going to exist right now in our YouTube. Um, so you can watch it there or you can watch it on the Punters and Dribbles page or just watch the Volkanovsky interview. When it happened, so I, as the, you know, introer and outroer of shows and shit like that, I'm constantly thinking about, like, when to wrap it up. Well, not constantly thinking about it, but I have to be aware of, like, when to wrap it up. How are we doing this? Plus, we were doing it with in conjunction with UFC and KO, and we'd had a certain window to operate in. So when you see this handshake go down, which is completely out of context, mid-conversation, and the conversation continues right after the handshake, so it's completely random, 
It's it, but more than anything, it's random to Volk, who does not expect it. <laughs> and I think is fifty fifty whether he extends his hand. Yeah, well, because he, he debates yeah. internally whether what I should fuck brush this doing? cunt so, and so listen, just keep listen, going. Listen, the reason why I was doing it was we'd already done the interview. They'd wrapped us up for the interview, and then we just were getting choked out, and then we were getting wrapped up from the choked out. So I was trying to wrap this thing up, and as I've gone to shake his hand. He's almost started like telling another story or I realize he's in a story and I'm like, well, fuck. <laughs> so I've shaken his hand, pulled my hand but back, like, the, and then the fucking you, yarn just continues. I'm why like, did you oh my think God. that was wrap up time? I knew we had to wrap it up. So I was trying to wrap it up. I wasn't like, oh, this is this. I was trying to wrap it up because I knew we had to. Yeah, but it's just such a weird place. It was a horrible, horrible... T- and then after it happened, <laughs> in my head, and you can sort of see, I'm sort of like, oh, shit. And I sort of like fold my arms or something. But it continued. And in my mind... Look, I have an ability to figure... that We do a lot of shit talking, so things escape my mind a lot. I thought about it in that moment. It was like I was screaming inside my head, like, fuck, that was bad. See, I didn't notice, I don't think. No. And, and then I, I would have been, I would have liked a play-by-play afterwards as to how you were feeling. I, I can't believe you bottled this for so long. Well, I forgot about it. And then when you sent me the thing yesterday going, this might be one of the funniest things I've ever seen, and I'm like, what? And I'm, when, you, when one of us sends each other something from the Punters and Dribbles page, you, there's like a moment of like, oh, what is it? Is it going to be like something great that someone's put in that has nothing to do with me? Oh, great. It's me boxing on fucking Clovelly Beach. Or <laughs> it's me uh, throwing out a completely out-of-context handshake with Volkanovsky and the conversation continues and I'm just standing there looking very self-conscious. I'd like to read a comment. Well, I, I wanted to get Dave to take us through something. But this What's, is my favourite one. Okay, all right. This is by Judge Samson. Because the... the so whoever put, who put it up on the punters and doers page? Liam Brennan. Liam yeah, Brennan. Liam Brennan. Yeah. And it went gangbusters. And the comments section is fucking hilarious. But I must read my favorite. This had me in fucking literal tears. You know when you cry, you laugh so much you start crying. This yeah, was dude. me yesterday. This in the was car. me as well. Joe Sampson going from an arms folded setup straight into a mid conversation shake while your mate is rocking a little teapot <laughs> pose. Can say with a hand on heart, never come across it. Not sure I ever want to again. Good luck, Vol. <laughs> I see. That's the exact one I screenshotted as well. It was so good, and it's there was so somewhere good. they're like, "If Volk loses, it's my fault." <laughs> oh you, my god! Bro. Can you read a couple D? I can't see him from here. My eyes aren't what they were used you, to be. Did you? Had you forgotten about this when you were talking and promoting coolness under pressure yesterday? One hundred percent forgotten about it. Completely forgotten. Because you about went it. on and on well, and on listen, about how cool fairness, and calm you were. I didn't go on and on and on. <laughs> we were fun, but but it did unfortunately precede this video's release. I was talking shit about being cool, <laughs> <laughs> which couldn't be further from the truth. No. And I mean, I am generally not a cool person, but this is the probably the least cool thing. Maybe I've ever done. I'm trying to think of anything where I've been less cool. And there probably is something else where I've been, like, super uncool. But this one... It's it's pretty up there, mate. And like, especially because we're with such an alpha who's, like, cutting physical. Off, cutting off a champion of the world <laughs> mid-yarn... <laughs> <laughs> for a handshake is so brazen. It's, it's so uncouth. It's so uncool. Because he's also talking about how 
He's also talking about how he would never tap. He's talking about how cool he is. Yeah. He's yeah. like, I'd rather go to sleep than Is that tap. what he's talking about in yes. his video? Because when I've been watching you tap, it... You cut, you cut him off as he's explaining <laughs> that he would never tap. But it's also almost like... You're con- I couldn't you're- listen to the audio. It made me too uncomfortable. Like, <laughs> oh, you I've haven't listened been, to it? I've just been watching it. I showed Steph and she was so like... look, would you ever tap? Nah, nah. I oh, love they've it. got the... Yeah, and it's like it's almost like you're congratulating him for saying he'd never tell. Yeah, him. maybe is that more what it is? Yeah. No, you forgot. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I reckon it is. Yeah. I reckon you're congratulating him. him. No. I think you are. No, I think you're congratulating him. Stop shaking his hand, you <laughs> fucking idiot. Put your no. and then, the and then you're the like, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. We're still going. Whoa. You can Dude. see as you fold your arms, you're just trying to squeeze your own body squeeze out of existence yeah, exactly. and like get yourself out of the I way. just oh. want to cuddle myself away from this inf- like entire thing. I wonder it's if we'll special. lose sponsors for how lame we look. Oh, it's well, special. I look well, down. I don't look great. No, you don't. You no, are. I, don't. I look so, like a teapot. When yeah, you, you pointed out, I'm like, I do look like you a teapot. You do look like a little teapot. Someone Short said and spe- rocking spe- the spare. fucking teapot. Yes. My handle here is yeah. my spare. Yeah. Someone says the real Mossman stance on Eddie. Yeah, well, fuck. Sure. It's not bad. Um, but, you know, it's not about me. No, well, look, I'm glad that you weren't looking cool either, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> we didn't look cool. To go from the highs of trolling Volk with a fake choke out, where I'm like, well, we nailed that, to then, what a fall from grace. Well, you know, it's highs and it's lows. Yeah. Crush, you know, crushing defeats and soaring highs. Yeah, too. yeah, whatever the fuck that is. Um yeah, look, one of the tougher experiences to go through. Oh, but you know what, dude? You know what? It's also why I love the punters and dribblers because fucking no one escapes. No one escapes. Everyone's up for a roasting and you got to cop it. And you well, got to cop it sweet. They keep you accountable. Fucking oath they do. They keep you accountable. Mate, I, you can't go and throw out of context mid-combo handshakes at anyone, let alone a world champion. I deserve to be pizzled for that. Oh, I love the idea. But that I had you forgotten. We're and actually congratulating him. That, that's the best part well, of it. Well, someone, I actually don't think that's as bad if I was congratulating him. I think it's worse that I just tried to shake the man's hand in the middle of nowhere. Although I was trying to wrap it up, it didn't wrap it up. And then I had to stand there for what seemed like an age, with, like screaming internally in my head. How much longer does the conversation go on, Tobler, do you think? Yeah, yeah. No, two or three minutes? No, no, it goes on. It goes on. Oh, my God. I remember standing there and then like two or three minutes later going, fuck it, I just shook his hand out of nowhere. <laughs> and we kept talking. Someone said here in the comments, was Tom trying to impose that he too wouldn't tap and felt that a mid-conversation handshake would give off the vibe that he definitely wouldn't tap and Volk would understand that. <laughs> oh, that's uh, that's subconscious Freudian yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 that's it. I'm just trying to let him know, bro, I wouldn't tap either. Except I completely would tap. In fact, I would probably be dead. Is there any, um, are there any other good ones in there? I, I, I was reading through them, but I can't remember them all. I was, again, fucking cringing to death. Um, Tom Birmingham of, of keeping it cool fame. <laughs> Someone's yeah. just said, this is a tough watch. Another one's going, Tom of I'm not sure what to do with my hands fame. Dude, with that the was exactly Ricky how Bobby I felt gift. after I did it. It it's was like, oh, um, Yeah, Tommy B takes reaching out literally. The triangle of awkwardness. <laughs> the <Yeah>. triangle <laughs> of awkwardness. Hover hand vibes. It was awkward for me anyway. <laughs> Other people just going, the more I watch, the worse it gets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, fuck these guns. <laughs> um, 
But go to the punters and dribblers to read the comments because there's yeah, a lot Yeah, go to the punters and dribblers to read the comments. 125 comments, fucking funny. You know you're in trouble as well when I was – because when I first went to it and I was trying to see what everyone was saying, but, like, a lot of the comments were like, bro, the comments. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. dude, I'm get, I must be yeah, getting really. fucking pumped in here. <laughs> and then I was. Bro, the comments. Bro, the comments. You're like, oh, yeah. shit. When you right. read that, you know that you're in You know you're in some trouble. hot, hot curry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, go to punters and dribblers, but that we'll also – this will be on the, the Instagram to some degree. But it's certainly paired perfectly with me claiming to be playing it cool on the Dirty Merger podcast yesterday. Paired lovely. Paired fantastic. I Listen, everyone has a bad handshake story. Kempi had his where he tried to bro down Matty Johns. I'm sure yours is either coming or it's already out there. Um, but Who this knows? is mine. It's probably coming, right? I think it's probably coming. With someone really big and important and powerful. Yep, 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 yep. yep. We'll see. Hopefully we'll not, see. but, you know, isn't isn't that... Th- these things come in threes? Yeah, exactly. You just never know when your moment will come, so be ready. But uh, that was horrible. That was one of those uh, fuck it moments. What can you do? Um, shout out to Volk. Interview going well. A lot of good feedback. Thank you very much. Appreciate the feedback. Really appreciate it. We love it. doing that stuff. Uh, especially I, if they're fucking featherweight champions of the world. Yeah, exactly. You know? That's our first champ. First champion. And you know what? I could do more champions. I feel like now that I've had my cherry uh, champion champ cherry, cherry. Champ cherry pop. Yep. I, I'm ready for more champs. Speaking of champs, we did put this up on our Instagram yesterday. Gaz LFC 90 now follows us. So... There's that. There's that. Gaz LFC 90 of fucking... Ash Barty's fiance fame. That's not all he's known for, but that's how we came. That's how he came into our lives. He is a dribbler, I think. He's a big old Liverpool I, dribbler. We worked out that he probably proposed in a see. Liverpool t-shirt. Yeah, but he's a dear friend now. He's a friend now. Gaz LFC ninety. Um, reach out, Gaz. We do want to play golf with you or have you coach us. Look, we need to sharpen sharpen the tool, sharpen, sharpen our tools. Tools, not the tool. Because there are many tools. Not going that well at the moment. In fact, we haven't played because it's been so wet. Well, it's kind of hard to play when it's fucking pissing it's rain impossible. nonstop. It's impossible. It's impossible. But Gaza, LFC ninety, the offer's there, mate. If you want to fly down and coach us, or we'll fly up to yeah, you. Yeah, where's he live? Are they Queenslanders? We can come to you, bro. I think we go to Gaz. That's not a problem. Or you can come to us. Either or either. We don't care. If you want, well, a little, if you want I mean, a little, but if you might want a little soiree. Well, he might want to get away, but it could be fun to go to Gaz. Is what I'm saying. Both are fun. Maybe we'll do both. But offers there if you want to coach. But as a dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day, the fastest selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe-based thing. Big shout out to the, the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's, it's changing lives. I think 207 reviews, five star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need... Uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life-changing. As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it's sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month. And if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. Begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love ya. Punters and Dribblers podcast is always brought to you by 
the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe, nay the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, There's also obviously the about even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets, giving each other shit, having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. No, I liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Buy a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, We're Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's, a t- it's, it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code MANLY... You get fifty bucks off the case. If you, you buy go. two cases, you get a hundred bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say. Go to hellosport.shop, bang, rose on there, code manly, fifty bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. But we love the punter and we love the dribbler and we're just like let's get this vintage out there to the people that yep. want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. Last night, Eddie, was um the no limit biffs, loved them, the, and and not like footy players biffing each other. It was boxing. Harry Garside and I can't remember the name uh, of the gentleman he fought, but it was a, that was the main event. Um, Tariq Sims misso fought a chick in I think the fight of the night. If you well equal to the Garside fight, which was pretty good, but I think it might have been the fight of the night. The chicks. Well, big Georgie Rose getting up on stage afterwards and saying he's getting five grand each bonuses. I oh, th- did he say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that was probably an indication that it was fight of the night, even though not all the fights have been held. No. But rightly so, dude. They got up there and fucking threw Can down. you just find the names of... Uh, I didn't realise that Tarek Sims Misso was a boxer for starters. Even though it was both of their first professional fights, I think they had fought... They were clearly were boxers before, but she it was it was a majority draw the the which I think was actually pretty reasonable because the first two rounds, Ashley Sims I yeah, think Ashley Sims she was fighting Chanel Dargan, Ashley Sims was getting the shit kicked out of her, she was rocked a bunch of times wobbled and then kept going also though still was coming back with punches of her own but she was getting fucked up, the second two rounds Dargan started gassing. And Sims started beating the fuck out of her. It was good, good gear. And then in the end, majority draw the decision. But I love seeing Tarek in the crowd. Love seeing the Sims family in the crowd, yipping and yahooing. I, I'm very horny to get to a No Limit Biffs. Mate, it's a bit of a who's who. Yeah, and I, you know what? Maybe we need to do a little bit more to fucking start sliding to No Limits DMs because I feel like we should, we'd be perfect for that setup. It's get us ringside, no limit, please. Get us ringside, mate. We'd we'd do very well ringside at a no limit event. It was. It's just. It's good stuff. Yeah. I love Wednesday night biffs. You're yeah. over the hump. Hump day biffs. The weekends 
very much in sight. Not to say that my weeks are tough by any measure, but <laughs> we all like a weekend. We all like a weekend. You know what I mean? Just to really unwind. Yeah. And Wednesday gets you there. You sit down. You put the fights on. You pour yourself a nice tequila. Patron is what I'm drinking at the moment because I've been giving it for free. So, fucking oath. That's how it works. That's how it works. Pour myself a nice añejo and get to biffing, dude. I love it. I um, it's good stuff. It's it's great, but act like, but genuinely, like you know, I remember back in the day, you'd see like you'd be watching Fox Sports, and on one of the channels, it'd be just some biffs, right? And you'd be like, nah. you just, I'd, I'd often scroll past, flick past. I very rarely would stop in and check on some random nondescript dub RSL Aussie biffs on any night. But there is something about the way the No Limit guys shout out, reach out, get us to the fights. There is something about the way they do it where I'm like, I can see this becoming a real thing that people get around. And not from just a Paul Gallon punching on with plumbers standpoint, but like Aussie boxers watching, watching boxing, watching Aussie boxers doing boxing, not just plumbers plumbing. Well, we've dined out on a healthy appetite of plumbers plumbing for a long time. It's been the stepping stone of, you know, good boxers to, you know, make the big pay-per-view money and then go to America in the past. But I think that the way they're doing it now, where they're getting the money off the plumbers and the footy players and then reinvesting it into, like, legitimate Aussie boxers, Mm. fighting other Aussie boxers... Is good stuff. It, but it was good. It, but you get the best of both worlds. Because I like a leaguey fight night, but love the it. fights are usually horse shit. Yes. Because none of them can fight. No. And when you and when they get into the ring, you realise you're like, oh, these guys can't fight. And also, so, but also when you watch the boxing last night, and obviously you know when you see leaguey's biff that they aren't professional and they are not very good. But when you see a Harry Garside. You're like this is this is boxing, bro. He was beautiful to watch, and so was the guy. Who did he fight? Manua Matet. Matet. Matet was a fucking animal as well, and they were both conditioned out the asshole. Like the fact that Matet was able to even be there for ten rounds, he was getting the shit beaten out of him. Garside doesn't go to his chair. He, he doesn't, doesn't go to the down. stool. He doesn't sit down in between rounds. Like, you don't sit down in between rounds sparring, so why would I do it here? I'm like, oh, my God. That would be the most disheartening thing as an opposition when you're, like, tired as hell sitting down on the stool, getting bashed, and your opposition is standing there like a Terminator opposite you going, I'm not sitting down. Why would I sit down? I think Garside's coach is Johnny Lewis. Yes, it is the great. And Johnny they would kept going on all night. They're like, Johnny will have him in fucking mint condition. Like, Garside's going to be in the mintest of conditions. And then when he's not even blowing after 10 rounds, you're like, oh, oh, Johnny's no joke. Johnny's legit. Johnny's, Johnny's legit. legit. Johnny's been there, done that. Johnny's legit. Um, I tell you what, Harry's got a little bit of like Lomachenko about him, the way he moves around the ring, dude. Listen, like, He sort I mean, of dances around. I is like it, it. Is it a long bow, Eddie, for you and I with limited boxing knowledge to start, you know, making those sort of characterizations? No, I don't think so at all. I think it's spot on. We see a bit of Loma in you. We see a bit of Loma in our boy Harry Garside. Sorry. Sorry. Listen. So, that's what I see. It's, I'm speaking my truth. Yeah, bro. are we one Wednesday night of no limit boxing into our fucking, you know, Wednesday night boxing careers and starting to hand out a bit of bloody, you know, uh, analysis. You bet your ass we are. And we see a lot of Loma. 
in our boy Harry Gar's side. Dancing, moving. He's there. He's not there. He's there again. But wait, he's not. And then you see him with the ballet shoes on. Oh, my yeah, God. Like he's classically trained. It all comes together. It all makes sense. I'd love him to take my little Evie Rose through a ballet class. Now, that'd be a, a clashing of worlds, wouldn't it? That'd be, yeah, it'd be a, a clashing of worlds. But he seems like a gentle soul. He does. He seems like a really good dude. And that Patel, uh, Matet, Matet, who he fought, was, he had a chin on him, man. He was getting rocked. Like, he was getting rocked, rocked, and Garcia just didn't stop. So the conditioning—that's what like the commentators kept talking about the conditioning—and you're like, you, your conditioning would have to be very good because he was still throwing the whole way through the fight. He was conditioned out the ass. There's no other way to put it. He was impeccably conditioned. Conditioned out the ass. Conditioned out the ass. To throw that many punches and not even fucking raise a sweat mm. is outrageous. Absolutely outrageous. He was there wasn't a drip of sweat on him. No, well, unbelievable. You know, I mean, it, I don't think a biff even comes close to the, you know, the 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 difficulty on your body that is ballet. And that's not even. I'm not being facetious. Ballet seems like a motherfucker. I'd like to see what Johnny L puts you through. Like what a training session. See, looks this is like. what this is the opportunities that you know, no limit, you, KO, no limit. You send us out to a fucking Harry Garside training session and let us put in the work. <laughs> let us put in the work. We'll film it. We're happy to put in the work. We're happy Tom's to happy put, put in, in the work. work. Tom, we just want fucking tickets to every major boxing event. Tom has Inside. plenty of experience panning the pads. Dude, so you know you're you in don't good lose hands. it. You don't lose it. You, I'm all right you at use s- it or lose it, that's a lie. You don't lose it. I'm all right at skipping. You know what I mean? I've I got to do a couple rope. of push-ups. So there, like, we've got most of the bases covered. Mm-hmm. I could learn the speed bag. Doesn't look that hard. I uh, reckon ballet is something I could do. I've got a ballet bar at the house. Not many people have that. No, no one has that, really. So you're already one step ahead of the curve. Yep. I need to get more flexible. So I need to start doing some Did some I tell ballet. you on this podcast how back when I worked in radio, I don't know if you knew, um, had to do a, like, a class training or a staff training, like a a group training session with a boxing coach. Right. And I got paired with the CEO of the company, who's a great guy. I don't think I've heard this. Shout out to Adam Lang. Uh, so I was paired with him. Mm-hmm. He's a fit man, rides, runs. You know, one of those guys, high achiever, like clearly. Fit guy, rides, runs. But like keeps his shit together. I guess that's how you become a CEO. You don't, I don't know. Anyway, he's holding the pads for me. And then you got to like, you know, you do the thing, then change. And I'm so shit at holding pads for anyone where it's like the trainer's calling out left, right, hook. And I'm like, oh, 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 oh. What no am I doing? No one gets their lefts and their rights wrong more than you, I've noticed. I'm horrible at you it. You get them, you yeah. get them wrong a lot. I'm horrible. But more just generally though, like the hook, cross, uppercut. You got to move your hands to what they're saying as well. Like I'm just, it's not my forte. Not a lot is my forte we're finding out on this podcast in the journey of life. Either way, when he's meant to be hitting him, I'm fucking it up. And I'm fucking it up for the CEO. And I'm like, I'm so sorry, dude. And he's like laughing, but he's like, this is also annoying. Then when he's holding him for me, and it's like, you know, they do the swipe and you got to duck under and then you start punching and you duck under and you do it more. As I duck under, my back goes and I fucking collapse to the ground. Oh my God. I am a 28-year-old, 29-year-old from my life. And he is a 45, 6-year, maybe 50. Who knows? He was looking good. 
And I'm like, oh. And he's like, what? what's going on? And I'm like, my back, dude, fuck. And he's like, seriously? And I'm like, yeah, bro. And so I've got to like, I'm laying on the ground. My back's gone. The CEO of the company basically just looking at me like, who is this fat loser? Did I, he know who you were? Yeah, no, we knew each other because he'd come past the show every morning. He was a, he's a legend. He's a great guy. Um, and so I just have had to like roll over to the side and basically he didn't have a partner anymore for training. I'm like, sorry, sorry, I'm not up to it. So that's why we need to go to train with Garside is what I'm saying to no limit. Ordered with Tim Zoo Because that's what we can offer. Yeah. You know, will our backs go? Will my there's, back look, go? Look, there's always a chance session. that your back will go. And well, there's always a chance that your or I's back will go. Well, look, I mean, if you want to get specific, yeah. Specifically, our backs, but generally backs. Backs will go. Backs can go. Now, I'm not saying that everyone's back will go, but back. backs have a tendency to go. Backs have gone before and they will go again. And backs will go again. Backs have been coming and they've been going since the dawn of time. Yeah. It's Since just the way of the backs. back. It's just the way of the back. It's Imagine though being like caveman days and your back going and you're going, shit, dude, this might be me forever. Yeah. I've slipped a disc just It'd carrying be some rocks. It'd be a lot. Up to the cave. Especially when your life literally depends on, you know, being able to your get ability to, to kill and hunt. And yeah, like fight. if I've got a bad back now and I'm at home, my food can be delivered to my door yes. and I basically, if I really wanted to, could actually poo in bed. You know, I could get a bedpan. Look, you can, you can, I mean, you could go one step further, leave the door open and get, get your KFC delivered to the bed. You could have it to the bed or your significant other, I guess, could probably do that. Well, or are you, are you yeah. assuming we're single in this scenario? I think probably single in this specific scenario. Yeah. But look, all we're saying in a roundabout way, punters and dribblers know this, is that our backs can go and backs go generally. So yes. that's all we're saying. We're just um, saying we want to basically be ringside at every major sporting event, but specifically Biff's moving forward. That, But I also want to... I want Johnny L's hands on me. I want to feel what it's like to be conditioned by the great man. I want to see if I'm up to it. I won't be. But I just want to feel what that's like. I want to feel the burn. Yep. If you're a boxing gym and you want to train us, reach out. But specifically Harry Garside's gym. Uh, But I see big things for Harry. Sharp haircut. See, this is is the difference, I think, with you and I in the sense that, um, you know, the He's thing, got a bit of bound. No, he does. But the thing that I don't, I, I never fully can grasp is like what the next level ability is, right? Like what's Matet's real fucking ceiling? Probably not that high, no disrespect. What's Harry's? Is Harry's literal world stage stuff? He was an Olymp- He did get a medal at the Olympics and he looked fucking good. But is he like go to the next level sort of an operator? I hope so. And I'm not saying he's not, but I just, that's where my knowledge really just starts to be like this speculative. Is, this is the moment, Tom, that you and I tap out, but we remain for vibe. That's where we, we can- Yeah, we tap out on, on like- on, We tap out on X's and O's, but we which come we never had, on, but we come in heavy on vibe. Yeah. All I'm saying is, can I see this kid- this At a press conference under the bright lights in Las Vegas. Yeah, I can. That's all I'm saying. Now, he's a lightweight. That's the same as Ferocious. Yeah, it is. How old is George Cambosis and how old is Harry Garside? Is there a world where we have the two greatest lightweight boxers of all time punching of on? Of all time punching on with each other, the Eddie and I ringside for No Limit or for KO or for someone? Uh, Cambosis is 28. 
Good. Good age, bro. We got a couple of years. Yeah. Harry Garside's 24. <laughs> yeah, see, look. Is that what the future of Australian boxing looks like? Yeah. A title fight between two Australians in Australia? Dude, imagine Ooh. that. I would slip off my chair. Now, there's a chance, Tom, that that is a reality or that, like, the real boxing fans are like, listening to us going, about. shut the fuck up, you yeah. two dribblers. Why can't we dream? Why can't we fucking dream? You what? boxing fans getting here, you guys don't know what the fuck you're talking about. We start off every podcast essentially telling you that. Why can't we dream? Why can't we sit here? We're just like every other man sitting at the pub, or woman, but we're men, who sit there and just dream, talk yeah. shit. We're not all experts on everything, but we all talk about everything. Exactly. And that's what this is. This is us speculating wildly that one day we're going to have an undisputed title fight between George Cambosius, ferocious George Cambosius, and Harry Garside of I don't know if he's got a cool nickname yet, fame, fighting for the fucking, all the belts, all the glory. Can we not dream? Why won't you let us dream? Leave comments in the YouTube though. Uh, boxing fans about how far off the mark we are with Garside or how spot on we are. I feel like we're spot on. Yeah, same. But that's I, a vibe thing. But I also feel like, and again, this is vibe, that sometimes the people who comment uh, like about boxing or like NBA or anything of those things in our YouTube videos, I sometimes feel like they probably don't know anything either and they just identify as boxing fans and so they feel like, you know, they do know but they actually don't. It's probably a bit of both, Tom. Yep. Are you comfortable with a bit of both? Yep. I certainly am. But shout out to No Limit. Shout out to the Biffs. Shout out to Wednesday Night Biffs. Shout out to George Rose. Hey, George. Come on, man. Come on, George. We're manly fucking men here. What are we doing? Come on, George. Makes sense. We're alum. It makes sense. What are we doing, George? Come on, George. Get us on board, bro. Let's go, George. Be better. Come on. Be better, George. Come on, George. Come on, George. Hey. Go the big lift. Go the big lift, George. Come on, bro. George. Get us ringside. George. Get us in Garth's we supported, gym. We supported you throughout your career. Bro, now we supported you your entire career. Now it's time to Now it's time to fucking... Give back, George. Come on, man. It's time to give back. Time to give back. Come on, George. Time to give back. Come on. We're waiting, bro. We're just here. Dude. I'm waiting, George. We on. just want to promote No Limit. And we just want to help, bro. Sit ringside. We just want to help, but also get showered in perks. Do we want perks. But we want to help. We want to be there, but we do want perks. They are not mutually exclusive. We'll let you think about it. Thanks, George. You got our number. And if you don't, if you don't, find it. You do. I think you follow us. DM us. Or we'll DM you. We probably already have. Did you see the video of fucking Drink West? You know, the like yeah, yeah. tie to a and that's beer. Yeah. Have you seen the promo vid they've got with Nathan Cleary? Can you get it up, Dave? Drink West, uh, tie to a Tyson Pedro's beer. Nathan Cleary cannot sing. Nah. God, you can hear Nathan Cleary over everyone. He sucks. Shannon. Oh my God. Look at those jeans Shannon's rocking. Shannon. Oh. 
a real, a real icon. Oh yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Do you reckon Shannon ever gets sick of singing that fucking song? Nah. He just loves it every time. Oh, well, I think it'd be situational, right? Like, if he had to sing it every day in the shower, he'd probably get over it. But if you're doing shit like this, probably not. Well, doing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, it's a good vid. It's um, similar to the uh, Better Beer one. But is it the same? Well, it's the same vibe. I think they did the exact same thing where they were like, it's them sort of singing a song. To promote right. their beer, like the same sort of thing where they all start singing. Um, but that was funny. They didn't, I said what they didn't know. Nathan Cleary. Dude, Nathan Cleary cannot sing. You can't have it all though, right? No, you can't. You can't be. One well, of you can. Some people can, like fucking Bradley Cooper, but. Well, I mean, you can't be a seriously gifted footballer and have a voice, it would seem. I actually, that's a good point. I don't know of any seriously good footballers that can also sing. Like fucked up because they're like, oh, Dale Finucane. and it's like, yeah, but he's a he's a and he is an elite footballer, but he's like a grinder. He's not fucking Nathan Cleary. He's a toiler. He's a toiler. He's Nathan, a though, winner. can we just go back to that video? Nathan, he's not a match winner. He's got a horrible voice, though. Awful. Like it's actually horrible. I wonder how many take. Like, is that the, and that's the best take. That's the best take. He. I mean, now listen. Maybe like, would that's I a sound like that's a, that? Yeah, I would. I don't know if you would. I think. Uh, I think it's a confidence thing as well, though, right? Like he's not. He's, he's not, not backing himself. He's not backing himself. We play this game sometimes when we're ripping and tearing. Like you got to go around the circle and sing the best you can sing, and you can tell when someone's not giving it their all. Mm. It come. It just comes through straight away. You're like you have to start again because you're not trying. Mm. I need a hundred percent commitment. Yeah. And I did not see that out of our boy Nathan Cleary. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. No. Now I think that if you asked Nathan, he'd be honest with you and he'd say, "Look, I, I couldn't." I struggle to bring it up in that because moment. it's like if I'm on the football field, if playing footy was singing, then I'm a fucking superstar. You know, what I mean? I'm the best singer of all time. Call me Elton John. You know, call me I mean? Elton. But if you know, call me Freddie M. Call you Freddie M. But if if I'm actually trying to sing, mm. that's where I. That's where I don't have the confidence. That's right. I don't have the confidence. And there's cameras on me, and there's a big room that we're in, and this is my 12th take, and I'm just, you know. There's all these dudes behind us, and it's, singing is sort of a bearing of the soul a little bit. What's going on here, David? Is this just taking time to load? Uh, do you want to watch it again? I just wanted to hear Nathan again. Singing is vulnerability. Yeah. Here we go. No, no, just play it. No, just go back to the start. You want to hear him come in, because it's the juxtaposition of Ty and Tyson. <laughs> so he's not He's, he's not, not committing not there. He's, he's not committing speaking. He's basically just speaking, he's speaking it. it Start it again I want to hear it again He's speaking it That's the problem Yeah Ties are right Yeah <laughs> Look at Ty's like Dude, laughing. Not to laugh. Oh bro, that's so bad. That is so bad. It's so good. I would have liked Nathan to have the the lid off. 
Yeah, like everyone else, you know, a bit of a singlet there. Well, I just would have. I would have liked to have seen the the panther. Yeah, true. It you is know, a great, but if it's you're a great, drinking west, it's a great setup. This would be all their boys in there. They're in a big shed. It's the perfect place to sing. It's, it's also a very forgiving environment to sing because the echo, the reverb. Well, the acoustics, Tom. Are not for Nathan. Not for Nathan. That was fucking atrocious. Um, just on Rugby League Singers, Eric Groth Sr. is fronting a band called Eric Groth and the Gurus, who are an 80s cover band. And what sort of pipes is Eric Groth Have we Sr. got, have we got audio? Yeah. yeah uh, so. Okay, let's get that How up. accomplished was Eric Groth Sr.? I think he was very good. Was he the winger? I know Eric Groth Jr. was the winger. Yeah, I think Eric Groth Sr. was I don't well. know much I feel like I should know that. Boy. I should know that. I obviously never saw him play, but he was a when you were coming up, he was like a big winger that everyone always talked about. Played for Para, obviously. I think he was fucking awesome, actually. Won comms? Yeah, I think he was in like the Sturlo Parramatta era. Okay. But maybe he's going to be more remembered now for his... Musical exploit. Facebook.com slash Eric Growth The Gurus. Oh, this is good. This is good gear. Oh, wow. This is fucking... This is good stuff. Oh my god, where did he come from? Is <laughs> oh. that a green screen? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Oh they're not they're not together. No. Oh this is like a COVID thing. Yeah. The drummer's great, dude. Who's the drummer? Well the pro I love the cutaway of the hand playing the piano. This is so good. That is the best part. The fucking close-up of this drummer. If you're listening to the podcast, Punisher, you've got to go watch it on you gotta YouTube. Go you've got to go, go to watch this. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> He's sitting there looking at a green screen, looking out at a beach. From his the, the 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 couch in the background. Oh, it's so good, bro. That couch looks fucking. That couch looks like. Look like it's seen a couple of yeah. things. You know what I mean? It's seen a couple of oh, things. Oh, I like that. Oh, the nice little filter they got yeah. going over it now. Perfect. It makes the red pop. That's a Dior Day filter. Oh, big time. <laughs> Go back to the drummer, please. Yeah. It's like the drummer doesn't even have a kit. Do you think he's playing? playing? He's He's just tapping, bro. Look, I love growth at the window again. (laughs) The green screen window. It's the best. Dude, this drummer. (laughs) What the fuck is going on? What I'd also like to know is I assume that his voice has just been dropped. You know, like this whole thing is like they filmed this video clip and then... Mate, that was special. Top day out. after day, Eric Growth, Eric Growth and the Gurus. Yeah, just sent 850 views. Send that to Tobler so yeah. he can put that in the old YouTube. Make oh. sure you've synced it up right with this Tobler. That'll be a pain in the ass oh, for you. Oh, that was special. That was great. That was special. That was so good. Um, but yeah, send it to Tommy now so he can, he can yeah. work at getting that uh, shit down. Yeah, Eric Growth, 150 games for Parramatta, nine games for New South Wales, eight for Australia. 
Um, he did win the 81 Premier. Sh- he won three Premier. Yeah, he won three. I think. Yeah. Very go. impressive career. Very impressive career, but I don't know Four if it comes close to how much I loved that video. Well, I didn't. I don't think that even Eric Gross Senior thought that his his life would peak after his premiership. Yeah, you know what it is. Seemingly, it has because, like, I love that anyone who wants to do anything, right? Whether it's this sort of music, like you, you, you never want to knock someone for doing anything in terms of like you know having a crack. What I love most about this, though, because he's an older gentleman, is and now like my parents are getting older, your parents are getting older. Is like. It's really cute. I know that sounds patronizing as fuck, but like when your parents try and do shit, you're like, oh, this is so sweet. Like that's a cute, sweet, really poorly produced video. But that's what makes it so good. It's Him fantastic. in front of the green screen as if he's sitting by a window, the drummer playing a desk to a camera. Dude, and that like drummer, and the drummer makes the video. It's the best. It's, oh, it's special. That's made my day. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. So on their website, Eric Growth and the Gurus, um, it says, it's got a little bio and stuff about them. It says, Eric Growth and the Gurus regularly perform on the P&O State of Origin cruises, joined by special guests Steve Hart and Bill Harrigan. And it says here, Bill Harrigan, not just the world's greatest NRL referee, is also available as a guest performer that you can book for shows, corporate events or sports. Bill's a crooner. Bill likes to sing. Bill Bill sings. Yeah, Yeah. Bill can sing. Oh, fuck you. Bill can sing. I've heard him sing. sing. Um, I, what the fuck does Steve Hart do? Mate, the P&O cruise up the Parramatta River to Origin would be so dripping. Hold on. Is that what it is? It's a cruise to go to the game? You go from, you go from, I'm pretty sure you would go from Circular Quay or maybe from Barangaroo and then you nip all the way up the Parramatta River to basically near, near the stadium. Wow. Now, cruises are for old people, right? Essentially, mostly... Or is it like a well, family event as well? Well, this isn't a cruise. Like you don't have a fucking bed and shit. Sorry, this is just right. like a. This is, sorry. This is like an after a day trip. This is a day trip. It'd be like an hour. Well, if you're gonna well, if it's an hour trip, I don't necessarily want to have maybe half of that be taken up by. I think it'd be a dinner and there'd be some speakers Eric and that's probably that's probably the fucking the the finale crescendo. the crescendo. If I'm just. Laying out what and the again, night the looks people like. who would be really fucking toey for that performance would again be people of our parents' vintage, and that would also be cute. Like Wendell Saylor and shit probably speak on them on the yeah. Pino cruises. You know, well I mean? they might, but I'm saying Eric Growth and the Gurus, people of our parents' vintage are going to want to go and see that show. I'm not. I've seen it. It's great. I would. I prefer the video clips much more. What I mean is though, it's it's sweet. There's something about it that's cute. Yeah, I'm with you. I agree. Mm. That was a cute. That video. was the cutest thing I've ever seen. But not in a patron- patronizing way. I'm not trying to be patronizing, yeah. but it's cute. That drummer was cute. Great. That couch was cute. Yeah, it was all Eric it- sitting at the fucking green screen window, where there was a beach, and then a COVID bubble popped into it, it as perfect. well. That was fucking adorable. It was perfect. Absolutely perfect. Should we talk some rugby league, mate? Well, look, probably. It is Thursday night, Thursday day. I'll tell you what we do on Talk Rugby League. And when we do, we do it with KO. Shout out to KO, friends of the show. Whenever you watch your rugby league, make sure you're doing it with KO live, ad-free during play. I just want to come in with something, Tom. Yep. If you don't have KO yet, I don't, like, <clears throat> it'd want to be a fucking good excuse because I can't 
rationalise in my head. On, no, I can't no. rationalise in my head why you wouldn't have it. Doesn't make any sense. What you don't like watching every game of rugby league. I'm you don't, yet want, you don't to, like watching Wednesday night fights. What's yeah, going on? Yeah, I'm yet to hear an excuse as to why KO isn't the best option for you. Doesn't make doesn't a make whole s- lot of sense. sense. Doesn't make any sense at all. Tell you what does make sense. Manly going up to Newcastle tonight, up the M1. And humping the Knights into the earth. I see 13 plus tonight. Now, people say it's pouring rain. How is that possible? It's possible when you've got the Queensland and Australian 7. Kicking the lights out. That's when it's possible. There is an update, though, I believe. Um, Stubby Cool is out. Stubby Cooler is out. Courtesy of NRL Physio. That news crossed our desk, Tom. Last night. He was shown in the video cramping from in the game last week supposedly that's not what it is it's a cork slash niggle that's what the nrl physio has led me to believe Mm. tom now i think we can all agree cooler is or cola depending on we call him cooler because stubby is a great nickname that's right we think we're hearing it might be cola in which case you know we call him coke we call him pepsi i don't know but i still think stubby is where it's at for me well, it's what we know. Or you call him Canna. Canna Cola. Canna. Well, look, if it is Cola, I'm happy to, I'm happy to call, uh, pronounce it correctly, in which case your nickname's Canna. Now, I think that I saw enough out of that kid last weekend, Tom, to think just if he's got a niggle, rest him. We need troops late in the season when the fucking... when it's business time, you know what I mean? Mm. But... Is Garrick now going to fullback? And who's going to the wing? I believe it is Garrick to fullback, Tui Pelotu to the wing and Parker to centres. Where's George to Fulgur? I mean... Is he still at the club? I yeah, thought he he's, was. No, he's still there. He's still there. I don't know what George... May, I, like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe seems George to has fallen, fallen out of well favour. well out of favour. But it still seems like he loves the club. You would have thought back when he first got dropped for Saab last year that he would have been able to get pick up a contract with another club last year. Now it seems like, I don't know, unless you're the Tigers, who's going to... And they've got wingers. Like, I don't know what the go is there. George was a good fucking player. Like, the year before, he was snapping people in half. And then it was like, oh, yeah, okay. No, you're done. Snapping people in half. Mm. Like... Literally destroyed. Dude, he was on like. He used to come out of the line. He used to come out of the line and absolutely take people's souls, and it was such a pleasure to watch. And now, seemingly, he's like third string, Mm. fourth string in the sort of outside back conversation, which is interesting. Anyway, look, we will we'll wait and see how this game goes. Manly obviously win and win well, but it will be interesting without Stubby or Canner or Turbo. Um. What I did want to talk about, because we did mention it on the uh, Dirty Merger pod yesterday, but the more uh, time that's passed, the more I've been thinking about it and then seeing some other shit, the more I am, like, blown away by it to a degree, is this fucking Kyle Flanagan Panthers situation. Did you see Braith and Reedy get into it on NRL 360? Panthers situation. Sorry. What did I say? Bulldogs. Bulldogs. Kyle Flanagan Bulldogs situation. Sorry, playing the Panthers. (laughs) Very confusing. Yes, it was. Um, yeah, like, so apparently, and I mean, go watch the video of Braith and Reedy ripping into each other on NRL 360. Um, and Braith, I really like Braith on NRL 360, I think he's good. By the way, I like, I like, I like his tone. I, I find him to be fair income. Like, yeah. I don't see, I don't, I don't, my bullshit meter 
I don't get a bullshit. Doesn't register from, no. from Brave no, at all. It doesn't. Like, I, the, the other, and he seems like a good dude. A lot of others, I'm like, you're talking a lot of shit. I find him very authentic. He's got the cred. He's got the runs on the board. Yep. And he seems like a good bloke. So, so he was talking I'm to him about basically how fucked up it is the way that Carl Flanagan's been treated. Mm. And can you even maybe find the video, Dave? But um, it should be on Fox. But it was like during the preseason – he didn't really train with the side. He never trained at halfback. He never trained trained with Burton. Um, he had all during the preseason. No, like nothing. Why? I don't know. And then he'd be on pretty good coin. Half right? a mil. Fucking hell. Um, and then you know, at this point, they've chopped and changed th- a half. They've gone through three or four halves this season, and then. He's being brought in against the fucking reigning premiers, and it's like, for what? Like, here you go, have a crack. Like, and it, they're saying like Trent has not shown any inkling of an interest in sticking with any halves. So it's like, well, what? Okay, cool. So you're gonna bring him in to get fucked up by the Panthers and then just move on? Do we want to watch it? We that, don't. Do let's you, just watch it. We don't have to add this into the video. We can just watch it and then come back and talk about it because otherwise, Tommy's gonna be editing for like six oh, months. Man. So we'll watch it and then we'll just watch cut it this and then out. we'll just cut this bit out and we'll come back. Okay. And you can go watch it yourself. Um, I hope you've gone and watched that. It's good stuff. It's good viewing, and I like where Brace coming from. He's like, mate, I've played fucking nearly three hundred games in the halves. You got it's all confidence. Yeah, you can't build confidence throwing a kid into the fucking toughest game of the season against the Panthers, probably in the West. Off the back of a spanking as well, right? Off like, the back of a spanking, off the back of not having played any football with the side, not even trained with Burton. Like, what the fuck? It's weird, dude. Like, I tell and you I, what. I'd forgotten about him crying last year in press conferences. Yeah. So his, his confidence is shot to shit anyway. Dude, putting a centre in the halves in front of him. In Avarillo, I know. know. Like, dude, I tell you what, Trent Barrett's going to be... Uh, I, he could be the first coach gone. Everyone's talking about fucking Madge. Like, that's, it seems like a weird fucking... It does seem like a weird decision, coaching-wise. Or it seems like they don't like him, whatever. Which, you know, if you don't like him, what, like, you know, you can't help that, but... But not liking someone is not exactly what I mean is what like, it's about. What I mean is, like, maybe he's a pain in the ass. Maybe he's hard to deal with. Who knows? But I just mean that it's... It just there is something going on more than just oh we're just working out our best combinations. It's like nah, dude, you're fucking him around. But also, I mean, I'm sure Michael's. I think Michael's even gone through this on a balls deep from last year uh, about picking and sticking and like continuity. Yeah, yeah, about like having you've got well, you've got that's the thing as well though, right? You chopping and changing. You've I feel equally as sorry for someone like Brandon Wakeham or Avarillo, even though he's a center. Well, he's in the side, but... No, but just the fact that you're going, okay, I'm going to pick in the halves. All right, not anymore. Now I'm changing it. It's like, what's the point in picking someone in a position for one game? If if you thought that they were the best half to start the season with and you've changed them already, like, what are you doing? What does that say about your ability to read the room or read the player or read the situation or their ability? Then to change to Wakeham, give him two games. Now you've put him back to the bench and you're bringing in Flanagan, like... What the fuck are you doing? Two games is not nearly enough. And I didn't think Brandon Wakeham was that bad. No, neither did I. I think the dogs generally like, like are going to struggle. But I mean so bad that you drop him after two games no. when you saw enough to put him there in the first place. Yeah, months. and I mean, yeah, they didn't score, but it was against the Storm. <laughs> like, what do you mean, bro? Yeah. You're, not, you're not up to that level. 
The Bulldogs are he not... He was good against Manly, Wakeham. Against the Storm, like, I don't know what you're going to yeah, do, but who, right? Yeah, but, like, but against Manly, I thought he was okay. The Storm were fucking on one on the weekend. Yeah, exactly. Like, you had a four a team tri- in the comp that yeah. could get close to them yeah. in that form. Yeah, like, weird. What are you talking about? Weird. I, and you know what? I like Brent Reid. He's one of my favourite journos, just as a side note, on in that video. Like, whether you agree with what he said or not, but I, he's one of the best NRL journos going around, I reckon. And I did also like Buzz sitting there going, oh, I love this one too. Other people are drained up. Of course you did, Buzz. Of course you did, Buzz. Shout out to NRL 360. Oh, I just that's when that's the best shit about NRL 360 there. That was like good, honest, genuine. That wasn't like hype, hype chat. Like, you know, let's make something out of nothing. That was a, a good, honest, like rugby league debate. No, there was passion in that. Yeah. There was a emo- well, not emotion. Well, a bit of yeah, emotion. was a bit of emotion. There was there a bit of emotion there from Braith, I reckon. Yeah, definitely from Braith. But. They were passionate about what they believed. Yeah. And they were going toe-to-toe. That's what I like about You know what else was good about that, dude? Was like an, the, the loudest voice there on an NRL issue was a former NRL player. Where a lot of times I feel like they get an NRL player as a host like Iken or Braith. And a lot of the time they are the last person consulted on like a matters rugby league. You're like, okay. Sure. Yeah. I, th- I find Braith... Braith speaks up a bit. He does. I think he's getting better. And then I mean, there's a few episodes in, but I just more mean it's not even necessarily about them needing to speak up more. It's about getting drowned out by the others. No, I completely agree. But I think sometimes with these fucking dribblers, you've got to take the bull by the horns and, and, and yeah. yell. Yeah, yeah. Because they're not going to give you an inch. They're no, not going to yeah. shut up for you, bro. That's no, just yeah, not their nature. Get in. you got to get in there. It's like getting me to shut up on a bender. It's and just not going to happen. happen. you got to try and drown me out. You do have to drown you out or you've got to kill you. <laughs> I'm still alive. Yeah, so, the only so, so you know how out. that goes. Um, was there anything else rugby league, Edward? I don't really know if there's anything else too crazy. That Kyle Flanagan thing was sort of all that came to mind for me. Look, I just, you know, obviously looking forward to another rip snort a weekend of rugby league football. Yep. Be watching it on KO. Of course. You should be watching it on KO too. Yep. Live. Did you see that? Uninterrupted. Um, just one more rugby league. Can you find info on this, Dave? Because I only saw it as a headline. Um, Tyrone May's brother, Tylen May. Is it Tylen? Tylen or Taylen. Yeah. Tylen, Taylen. Fuck, sue me. No, no, I'm not trying to sue you. I just thought, I didn't realise it was Tylen. Yeah, T-A-Y-L-A-N, whatever. Um, Bit of form, the Mays. Well, they do. Bit of form, the Mays. Now, it's only alleged at this point, but carrying on the tradition of... Uh, getting the main name in the headlines for the wrong reasons. Talon charged with assault. You know, like, again, you don't want to say, so, like, firstly, you don't know that he's guilty. Secondly, you never know that. So let's say he did get into a fracas with someone. You never know the circumstances with which it came about, right? It could no. have been someone being lippy or someone starting him. There is something, though, when you, like, Again, I don't want to, like, jinx myself, touch wood, but, like, I've never assaulted anyone. I've never, like, been in a, a position where, like, you know, you're in a barroom brawl. Again, touch wood. Please, Jesus. But sometimes you're like, do you get yourself in... You must... People get themselves in these situations. Is that fair to say? I think... Am ju- I jinxing myself and should we just cut no, this out so I don't get fucking... No, look, mate, there is... There's always going to be situations where you could find yourself in that situation, but they're very few and far between. Mm. Like, they're statistically, they're rare. Really yes. rare. But they're not impossible. So you can't say that for sure. No. But my experience in life if, is if you've assaulted someone 
in my experience, you've played into it a bit. You've played a role. Yeah. Yeah. You've played your role. An active participant, potentially. Potentially, Tom, yeah. But look, have, it's all alleged. Do we have the knows? info on it? Yeah. So it's a bit of a weird one. It happened, um, I think, in November last year when they were celebrating the grand final. Oh. And it kind of seemed a bit like a media beat up because oh, the club be and the NRL integrity unit were notified at the time. I think it's only come to light now because he's facing court in May. May in May. May in May. May. Yeah, May in May. Um, and he was charged in March. But there is some talk that he was defending Panthers teammates. Okay, um, so there you go. There are always circumstances. Yeah, and so and the NRL integrity unit had a look at it and didn't hand down any punishment. I think he had some sort of club punishment that took place over the off season. I don't know what that was. It says the club this is so it's a, like a beat up. Yeah. So it's a complete non event. Complete non event. Yeah. Well, if the NRL looks at it and goes nothing to see here, then give a shit. Yeah. Sorry, Tylan. Sorry, bro. Sorry, dude. At least yeah. we got to the bottom of it here, though. So anyone listening knows that did, it probably we, wasn't look, that bad and that you actually don't necessarily listen. You don't want to be necessarily in the shadow of your brother's transgressions. Look, we do our own research on the show. Yep. And we do it live so that you know it's authentic. Yep. Um, nothing to see here. Another media beat up. Not surprised whatsoever. Playing good footy as well this season. Yeah, that'd be annoying for him. Like well, I'll tell well. you what, punters and dribblers, if he's not in your super coach, I'll ask you why. Why isn't he in your super coach? I got an answer. Not doing it this year. Don't have enough time. But that would be my reason. Tom doesn't have enough time. Eddie of, dude, I don't think we do super coach this year. Okay, but I'll just do my own fame when you could really just have your name be Hello Sport and then that would tick that box. Fame. Right, sure. And what, Tom gets all the credit for Eddie's great selections? Well, no, I just would be like, Tom Eddie's running it. Tom stinks at it. Eddie's running it. Well, didn't happen, bro. No. We've got the tipping comp going. I don't know how I'm going. Wouldn't be winning. The tipping comp is live. I think I'm in it. Is it the same one from last year? Are you putting your tips in? Well, I do, but I do it on ESPN (laughs) app. So busy. Flat out. ESPN app. Anyway. Too busy for Supercoach, but he's doing it anyway. You know what, Eddie? What I do want to hear about is D or Dave's netball exploits. (laughs) I think that's a beautiful way to finish this week's episode. To bring episode. it home. Um, Dior Dave, for those unaware, has joined a mixed netball team. I, for one, support our young friend in his pursuit of greatness on the netball court. Yeah. Netball's a great game to p- fucking play. I was pretty handy. No surprises there. Uh, Dior, where are you playing and what happened? So we're playing at the old Moore Park netball courts Monday nights. Come well, down and watch us if you want. to get a, a dry night. Uh, I'm, I've played center once, but I got a bit tired. So I'm usually like wing attack. So too many <laughs> billies. Yeah. Too many mostly. billies in the warm yeah. up. Do you get high before you play? No, but not directly before. Sometimes there's a bit of lingering. Do, so do you play every Monday? Yeah, although the, the season's been like two months and I reckon we've had three games because of all yeah. the rain. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. haven't had too much of a chance to. I wouldn't mind maybe skills. getting down there one game, Eddie, just giving him some. What, put the bib on? No, fuck <laughs> no, mate. We just get down there and provide some support. You wouldn't put the bib on? We can go That'd down be and nice. chill. That'd be nice. I Shout out to the, uh, there were two dribblers that walked past while I was in the game and yelled, Dior, Dior, and I'm like, oh, fuck. There you go. That's yeah. what you want. You so, love that, don't you, dude? That's what yeah. you want. So what happened? So Monday night, uh, we came up against 
a team that was full of people who were all at least like two and a half feet taller than our entire team. It's also, by the way, it's a Jewish competition, like it's a Maccabi league. So everyone in the league is kind of a like- A Jewish competition. Short. Well, it's not like you have to be Jewish to get in, but it's organized by Maccabi, which is like the Jewish sporting club. And you're saying everyone's short. Everyone, well, most a Jewish people. people the short? Jewish people, yeah. Yeah. Typically short? Traditionally, yeah. Traditionally? Okay. Okay. Traditionally. You don't see many of them playing basketball or- really any professional sports. Mm. Um, but so anyway, we rocked up where I think we're one and one. We had one good win. Um, so you're feeling pretty good about yourself. Loss. So we were feeling all right going into it. Other team rocks up. We're like, ooh, they look like they could be a bit of a handful. <laughs> and I think we were maybe down by 10 points before we scored our first goal. And we lost 33-5. Oh, 33-5? to five. Yeah. Okay. Although I did score two. So, you know. So you shot four points? No. Is it two a goal or is it one point a goal? One point a goal. Okay. You can't shoot three pointers no matter how many times you ask them. Um, 33 to five is a a fuck shellacking. Honestly, if I can describe how the game went, every time they get the ball, they would just play the entire match in the channel that was above our heads, but well within reach for them. So they were throwing the entire ball above their heads, catching it down the field and then shooting it. Their shooters who were like, 10 feet tall, we're pretty much just plopping it in the basket. And 10 foot there was tall. Nothing we I'd love to be down it. there, Eddie, and see what 10 foot is to yeah. Dave. Well, that's like 5'8". <laughs> yeah, 5'9". Yeah, 5'9", yeah. 10 foot, 10 foot, 20 foot tall. Fuck, look at these big 10 footers, these yeah. redwoods. All the yeah, bloody twin them. towers over here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so how was morale at like fucking 20 to nil or whatever it was? You know what I mean? Like, are you like, are you, are you who's... When does Who's, the chirp stop? Yeah. Like, come on, guys, fucking keep getting in the game. Oh, uh, no, I think the chirp actually... Well, because it crosses a point where you're like, okay, there's not even any point of trying to take this seriously because there's no ways we're even coming close. So mm. it's just like, you have fun. And it's a social comp, so the point of it is to have fun. Yep. So, yeah... When, like, first quarter and maybe first half of the second quarter, you're like, oh, okay, like, you know, let's try. Let's, you know, try get some points back. We're still in this. And then it kind of just blew out. And we were like, yeah, well, as long as we're all having fun. And then the other team, which kind of really got to me, but I think they were trying to be nice, started, like, applauding or, like, cheering when we would score a basket. And we were just uh, like, oh, they're trying to be supportive. But it came yeah, across yeah, yeah. Like, oh, nice. Well done, Dude, guys. Dude, that's like, ice yeah, cold. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's mortifying, Dave. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. That's that really tough. tough to we, say, look, yeah. if we were down there supporting, we wouldn't have caught that shit. No. <laughs> we, 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 yeah, there might have been some uh, yeah, a stink on. Yeah. And to be fair, like, we were down by that much, and we weren't getting the calls either. I mean, I'm a man who's played, like, two games of... Ne- you weren't getting no, the calls? No, no, no. That wasn't the oh reason. Okay. Okay. You are a dribbler. Okay, we've like, entered you know, the dribble zone. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Dave running to get a ball, and, like, I kind of almost jump on it or whatever and maybe accidentally take a step. And it's like, I know I'm not supposed to step once I've had the ball. That was my momentum. You didn't have to call me for that. Well, there was, like, technically, calls that that's were exactly what he had you, to do. So you, so you took so an you, extra step. So you, you, you break the rules. I don't and know because I don't it. know the rules. Yet you feel like you got some tough calls. We this did is, get some tough calls. Yeah, there was some is. where I was like, my feet were not in that zone, but they called But you don't even know the fucking like, rules. Well, I ask them as we play along, as we go along. So Dave doesn't know the rules, breaking the rules, thinks he's getting tough calls when he's down 33 to 5. And the way you said that made me sound... It sounded like you were blaming the result on that. <laughs> I'm not blaming the result. I'm just saying they could have cut us some slack. So that's what you want, a preferential treatment. Because you're so shit. 
Well, the the point of the league is to have fun, and they could have helped us have a bit more fun by, you know, just letting a few calls slide and letting us play the ball. Okay, so you want preferential treatment, and then you'll come in here and you'll win, you'll win a game. You're like, yeah, we're fucking killing it. But then another game, you're getting pumped. So it's like, this is just typical of Dave's generation, Eddie. They just don't want to win anything, honestly. You know, and it's a participation award. Everyone wants to fucking get a first place ribbon. You know. Look, it's not how it works in the it's real world. It's not how the real world is, dude. Yeah, the winner you lose, and that's it. That's it. Shit. Did you know what the real world is, Dave? It's grinding for six years, every single day, rain, hail, or shine, just pounding out potty after potty, or training, you know, day in the pool, or whatever it is you got to do to reach your, what your, you know, uh, goal is. Look, I, I, I'll give you that hot tip, Dave. You don't win two tag comps with that sort of mentality. Yeah. It's as simple as that. You don't, you're not going to win anything. You don't find yourself... You're not going to drape yourself in glory. You don't find yourself atop attitude. any heap with preferential treatment and, you know, soft cockery. It's, it's grind. It's roll up your sleeves. It's 30 listens for three years. It's fucking, you know, it's live shows with Zelko Kalich to zero people. It's bloody potties on the couch in your home while your missus walks past thinking that you're a complete fucking loser. What are you guys doing talking to each other? That's the sort of grind you need to win netball games. And I don't think you have it right now. And I'm concerned for the team, concerned for you. What's the name of, what's the, name of the side, Eddie? Are we... Are we oh, the uh, netballians? The net, what are you called? We're actually called Surviving Not Thriving, which is a Long name, name that was decided Long by name. a lot of the... 21-year-old girls in my Who team. have we got this week? Surviving, not thriving. Mm. Look, I, mean, I don't love it. No. Because it's not I'm really not a gonna, I'm not going to come on to my own podcast, Dave, and pretend I like that no. name just no. to protect your feelings. No. That's not the way this is. Because I don't like it. No, it I hate it. my first idea. I don't like it. It's also not really – it's not a name. Yeah. <laughs> it's nah, like you're, you're sort of – it's a response to a question. How are you going? Surviving, not – like. Well, it kind of describes how our team has been playing Right, you know season. what else would describe your team? Weak. <laughs> Pathetic. Shit. Awful. We're not the worst team in the country. No I think ticker. we're at least three. We lost 33 to five, Dave. It's time to look yourself in the mirror yeah. and accept reality. Yeah. The you only stink. way you get better is by acknowledging where you're at. And you, are, you guys are fucking awful. You need to acknowledge that you stink. Start there. And you might have a future in the game of netball. <laughs> yeah. And maybe one day... If you're good enough and you apply yourself, you'll win a couple of comps just like me. Yeah. So you're yeah, saying you're right. like it'll take five to six years of good, solid, hard, honest work in the Monday yeah, night of winning social nothing. netball comp. And winning then, nothing and then maybe we can start stringing a few Ws maybe. together. Yeah. If you stayed yeah. it for 10 years, you might, you might you lift might get the a Div win. 7 shield. Yeah. You might. <laughs> but I'd be changing your name. Yeah, we're not going to win with a name like that. You guys that. were early enough into your journey that changing your name won't matter. You're not going to win with a name like that. No. Simple as that. No one is intimidated by that name. No, it's shit. It's shit. It's shit. And you're shit. Yeah. So, anyway, good story. Uh, that's us. That's us. Uh, Newcastle tonight. McDonald Jones Stadium. Yep. 8 p.m. Mainly take on Newcastle. We're doing the live stream this Sunday as well for Volks Fight. Um, 12 p.m. 12 p.m. Sunday. Time. Me, Eddie, Kempy. Be there or be square. Do it. You know, biffs, 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 biffs. Be there or be square. Yeah, this card's going to be sick. It's going to be great. Okay. See you there. Bye. All right, bye. Dave, you shit. Could you two just not talk anymore? Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. 
And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.